Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 82. Hello, and welcome to Lesson 82 of Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. So this is our vocabulary sprint unit, and we are covering food today. But before we get into that, let me introduce my wonderful co-host, and that is my husband, Chris. Salam, Chris. Salam. <laughs> and so this is one of our favorite topics of conversation. Who doesn't love food? I mean, this is really uh, the quintessential aspect of cultural sharing, in it my opinion. It really is. It really is. I mean... There's also music and the arts and everything, but really the fastest way to someone's heart is through food, I think. That's right. When you think about, uh, you know, other cultures, a lot of times the first thing you think about is what kind of food these other cultures eat. That's true. And I'd say Iranian food is kind of a, um, a underappreciated and kind of sleeper type of food. We keep waiting for it to become the next big thing, and it hasn't <laughs> Absolutely. happened yet. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's such a unique flavor profile it's sweet and sour together very uh, what's the word substantial but it's also pretty acceptable to western palate right oh absolutely like it doesn't take yeah. too much it's not very foreign seeming it's very it's things that we're we're we come across a lot just in different combinations yes absolutely it's it's so wonderful it's difficult to <laughs> uh, boil it down and i i personally feel really lucky because uh you know before marrying Layla, I had gone to, you know, a few uh, dinner parties at her house and I was familiar with Persian food just through through my friendship with Layla. But since being married to Layla, my Persian <laughs> food has, um, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, an abundance of Persian food. And I do love uh, cooking Persian food and it's, uh, it's laborious, but I find it very satisfying to, to yeah. make Persian food and our kids love Persian food. Oh, they just gobble it up. And real quick, I'm going to plug the Instagram because if you're not following Layla on Instagram, this is a great time to to open up that app and fall down a few wormholes of Instagram <laughs> and find Layla's uh, Instagram because frequently we do stories where she records cooking and um it's true. It's always really fun. And then at the end, we have a big reveal with the dish, and we feed it to the kids, and we get their their approval or their disapproval. Spoiler, spoiler alert, there's never been a disapproval. <laughs> That's right. They always do gobble it up, and it's nice. Yeah, if you're trying to figure out food to feed toddlers, I would say Persian food. That's right. They, there's a lot of rice. There's mm -hmm. the tadik. Then the vegetables get cooked in with the rice. There's little, you know, meatballs flowing around in there. That's right. And in the in the last few years, there's really been an abundance of amazing cookbooks uh, produced by Iranian authors. One of which has become an international bestseller, which is the Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat by um, Samin Nosrat. She doesn't cook uh, exclusively Persian food, but she does talk about it in her book a lot. And if you've watched her Netflix special, she's talked about it. But I would say that's the biggest cookbook yeah. that's come out in the past few years. And so she she does specials now in the New York Times where she shows Definitely. Different look that foods. one up. If you don't know it, look it yeah. up. It's going to change your food game overnight. That's right. And there's a few other cookbooks that I, I really love. And this month we are actually on the blog going to be covering 
some of the Persian cookbooks that we use, and and we have a lot of different um, things lined up for this lesson in particular. So make sure to go on the website um, on the page for this lesson. You'll see in all the notes all the resources that yeah, we have. Yeah, and and uh, one more that I think is is essential um, is. Uh, bottom of the pot, definitely. And this is one that you'll see a lot on our 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 website, and and we've got some interviews coming out. Um, but this is definitely one she really nails Persian cooking. Nails and, it. Uh, she puts it out in a very accessible way. Um, we have a, a a dear friend who's a neighbor um, who is always borrowing our bottom of the pot <laughs> book, and he whips up some amazing Persian cooking and. He's not Persian at all. He's from Mississippi. He's from Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, so then without further ado, let's get into some vocabulary for Persian cooking. So first of all, what is the word for for food? And Chris, you're going to be so mad at me, but it has the qa sound in it. <laughs> the word for for food in Persian is qaza. Qaza. Yeah, you got it. You've, you've been when practicing comes, since yeah. last well, night. Well, when it, it comes like, to food, I'm going to nail it. Yeah, every morning Chris gets up now and he goes, qa, 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 which is my recommendation. It's not a great yeah. way to wake up, but it's a good way to practice that sound. It's just because I'm going to bed too late. <laughs> so it's qaza. Qaza. And the different foods, you know, to make a word plural in Persian, you just add ha at the end. So it's qaza ha. Qaza ha. The foods of, of Iran. Um, I love the word for cook in Persian too, so I wanted to cover that early on. The word for cook is ashpaz. Ashpaz. And I've covered this with you before, Chris. Can you want to explain it? Ash is the word for soup. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, when we're talking about things that we can do with our time, our employment and our uh, activities, <laughs> if you're an ashpaz, you are a soup cooker. And that's what, what any food preparer, right? It, uh, it translates literally to someone who cooks soup. Right. Soup cooker. Soup cooker. Ashpaz. But that's the word for a chef in Farsi. So ashpaz. So then making food in general is ashpazi. Ashpazi. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a cook, you're an ashpaz and you do ashpazi. That's right. Ashpazi done by the ashpaz. That's right. So I first wanted to go over some of the most common foods in Persian culture. And uh, the most common is polo. Polo. And that is rice. So we have polo with everything. That's right. So polo. And then uh, usually you combine it with a choresh. Choresh. Yes. So choresh is a stew that goes over your rice. And the rice is the polo. Yeah. So polo choresh. Polo choresh. Is the word for our combination of choresh and polo. And there's a ton of different types of choresh, so we're not going to go over all those in this vocabulary sprint. Those are going to be in the bonus materials for this lesson, uh, which you can see on the website for this lesson. But uh, some of the most common, I'd say, is choresh gorma sabzi. Gorma sabzi. Yeah, and that is uh, the the greens that we have. The this is This is a quintessential... Persian dish, the choresh gorma sabzi. And if you take the word gorma sabzi, um, if you remember from a previous sprint, sabzi is green. And um, if anyone knows any French out there, gourmet, I guess that's English too. <laughs> it's just gourmet greens. That's right. So gourmet sabzi is a bunch of different herbs mixed together and made into this delicious oh, combination. Oh, so good. And then there's these 
big red kidney beans mm-hmm. in there, and you put it all on top of rice. Um, another polo. Yeah, another really common chorish is chorish fesenjun. Chorish fesenjun. This is it's it's funny. I'm I'm stumbling over this because this is actually my favorite chorish. <laughs> and that has the sweet and sour that Chris is talking about. It's walnuts mixed with uh, chicken and pomegranate juice, and really good sweet and sour yeah. combination. So then there's also on the polo you have. This is probably the most important word in Persian food. Tadik. Tadik. <laughs> and tadik. Dig is the word for a pot. So tadik is bottom of the pot. There you go. That's where we get the the name of that cookbook, Tadik. Yeah, so Tadig. 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 And Can you describe what the Tadig is? It's the burnt rice at the bottom of your pot that in some cultures you'd say, oh, let's throw this away. But someone thousands of years ago in Iran was like, maybe we should try eating this burnt rice. And it became a delicacy. And that is the most important part of Persian food. Right. When when If you ever go to a Persian's house and they're serving you food, which they will, because if you go to that's right um, someone's house, this is built into to the culture, um, you'll see on the top of their rice, the rice will be in a little uh, mound. Um, and the top will have this beautiful golden brown crust to it. I don't want to say crust, but uh, crisp, 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 crisp rice around it. And you have to say, wow, look (laughs) at that tadik. It's perfect because it will be. Um, And, you know, that's the delicacy. (laughs) That's right. Okay. So we've covered polo choresh, polo in general, tadik. There's also osh, as we said. Osh, that's the soup. Yep, so that's, that's you know, you have that in every culture, the kind of soup that you eat. And then there's also salad. Salad. And what is salad? Well, it's salad. <laughs> that's right. And you also have dessert. Dessert. And that is? Is it dessert? That is. There you go. <laughs> I like to throw in these easy words. I mean, they're words that we use all the time. Um, Actually, to tell you the truth, the words that are uh, English words that have been Iranicized... <laughs> Are the hardest for me because you know I've <laughs> got right. it. It's like tricking my brain into saying something with an accent that I'm not 100 percent familiar that's, with. That's true, but so you have the foods, and then you also have drinks that come with food. So a drink is a nushidani. Nushidani. And there's a few common nushidanis that I'd like to go over. One is chai. Chai. Which hopefully, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know exactly what that is. Chai is tea. And we have it several times a day. Uh, there's always a cup of chai brewing. And it's it's a, a way for Iranians to take breaks, which we do very frequently throughout the day. Lots of breaks. You have to take, you have to have chai talk, take a break, sit down. That's lots why. Lots of discussion, <laughs> lots of sitting on the couch with a hot glass of chai. And that's why Iranians have six day work weeks and not <laughs> five day work weeks. It's because it's constantly chai breaks. Yeah. <laughs> there's also kahve. Uh, Kahve. And that is coffee. Kahve. Kahve. And I I think that those both have the same root. Coffee, kahve. They're very similar words. Um, so there's also ob. Ob. Which is water. That's right. And that's a very, very simple one. One that is a very common Iranian drink that uh, that Chris is not a big fan of is duq. Yeah, duq. <laughs> and that is the yogurt drink. Sometimes it's... Uh, Sometimes it's um, carbonated. carbonated. So yeah. to so to our Western audience <laughs> here, um, I'm not trying to discourage you from exploring the wonders of Doug, but um, for me, it just doesn't carbonated. 
uh, herb <laughs> yogurt drink is is one step past my comfort which zone. is crazy to me because it's the most delicious drink it's an acquired taste some people love it and i'm in i am adventurous in yeah. in all aspects of life but food definitely i there's very few things that i turn my nose at right and there's also soda soda so that's a, our last drink that we're going to cover and that is obviously soda and the funny thing is in iran you really don't you don't say like coke pepsi you don't even say that the the waiter will come up and they're like what would you like to drink and you go black <laughs> black soda and that mm. just means any of the generic or coca-cola or pepsi whatever you have that's black then you can say white and that's you know your sprite your fanta your whatever okay <laughs> orange is a popular one i mean soda is is like even in in the us there are so many regional right ways to say it um if you get a pop you're mm-hmm. probably you know from buffalo right it's for my buffalo fam <laughs> drinking their pop you could drink a coke right that's what we do down here in texas but yeah, so but your we coke actually... might be a sprite, you know. <laughs> if you order a coke, you're not you're not ordering a Coca Cola. You're ordering a carbonated sugar beverage. That's right. That's right. But Iranians call it as it is black soda, whatever that is. Uh, so then we've covered our f- a few foods and we've covered a few drinks. Now let's go over where you can actually have these foods. So uh, you could eat it at home, and that is qazaye khunegi. Gazoye. Gazoye. Khunegi. Khunegi. Yeah, and that means uh, home food, like home cooked food. Gazoye. Gazoye. Khunegi. Khunegi. Yeah, food from home. And that is the the most common uh, food. Can you tell us what those two words mean? Gaza uh, is food, and then khune is home. Khune yeah, so is khune- home. Yeah, so home cooking is just gazoye khunegi. Or you could eat at a restaurant, and that is the restaurant. Restaurant. So now there's another really uh, popular food that I waited until we covered at the restaurants because at, in Iran, basically, at home is where you get all your choreshes and all that kind of stuff, the really good food. In the restaurant is where you get kind of our our national dish, and that is kebab. Kebab. That's right. So you go to the restaurant, and that's basically all they serve is polo. Cello kebab is what it's called. Cello kebab. And what is cello? Cello is like polo. It's like rice. Right. Yeah. Right. I got to say, I make a mean kebab. That's true. Yeah, he makes a khunegi kebab. Khunegi. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. But it's all grilled and marinated and just amazing. It comes so. out with a tomato that's been grilled as well. Yeah, so cello kebab. Cello kebab. That's right. Okay, so now let's go over our different meals of the day. Okay. So first we have breakfast, and that is sobhane. 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 Perfect. So sobhane, sob means sob. morning. So sobhane. sobhane, breakfast. Then you have lunch, and that is nahar. Nahar. And then we have, well, let's cover dinner first. It's sham. Sham. And between Sham and Nahar, we have something that I love in the afternoon. You have something called an Asrune. Asrune. And Asr means afternoon. So Asrune is this little afternoon snack that you have. Asrune. Yeah. And there's actually not a word for snack in the Persian language. We don't really do snacks. We just have meals. 
But there is a word for just little uh, appetizers or hors d'oeuvres that you put around, and that is tanakolot. Tanakolot. Sorry. Let's do it again. Tanakolot. Tanakolot. Yeah, that's a hard one to say, and you won't hear it very often, but it's just like putting little nuts on the table or putting little... Yes, yes. Persians (laughs) love to do this. They do, and they also love to put mive. Mive. Which is fruits. They love to put mive on the table as well. Mive. What's it called? The little, like, uh, sugary treats. Sugary treats? Shirini. Shirini. Shirini is just sweets. Yes. Yes, a lot of shirini. Okay, say it again. Shirini. Shirini. And these are all tanagolot. Shirini... Um, and then different like nuts. So so we don't really have that like snacks, like snack time, snack time. It's okay. really these like meals and then you just have these tanakolot on the table all the tanakolot. time. Tanakolot. That's right. Now, we have something almost every single morning. Can we talk about that? Sure. That is nuno panier. That's right. Nuno panier. That's a big part of Persian culture too. Every breakfast you basically have nuno panier or chai. So... So nuno panier is bread, nun, panier, which is cheese. So it's a flat, fluffy bread that uh, you toast and then you put cheese and other delicious. Feta cheese. Feta cheese and nuts and cherries and all kinds of honey sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you make a little breakfast sandwich out of it. So nuno panier, nun, bread, panier, cheese. And also you put in honey. Asal. Asal. <laughs> uh, and cherry jam. Morabba. Morabba. Um, and you put walnuts. Gerdu. Gerdu. <laughs> that's right. That is a big part of our, our Persian eating here that's, in this household. That's right. Every single morning, nuno panier. Yes. And there's so many words that we can cover with this topic. I mean... Like Chris said, this is one of the most important cultural things, but we don't have time to cover them in this podcast. We just wanted to give you a little introduction, something to go off of. Uh, log into our website at chaiinconversation.com. Chai is spelled C-H-A-I. There we have tons of bonus materials with uh, lots of different words that we can learn, um, lots of different uh, specific foods. That, that we can cover and also like eating utensils and, and all that is in, in the bonus materials. Yeah. Spoons. That's all that you get <laughs> is spoons. Yes. Spoons. Oh man. We should talk about spoons. Spoons. Spoons are served with every single meal and they serve as forks and knives and also of course spoons. I had no idea that this was unique to Persian culture until I started living with an American and uh, yeah. he was confused. I was always like, why are we missing a spoon? At every meal. I don't know. I, I always had to bring those out myself. I'd say, Layla, this is a sandwich. <laughs> Why? What would you use a spoon for? You use a spoon for everything. <laughs> yeah. And then I look over and she's, yeah, she's eating a sandwich with a spoon. That's, <laughs> that's a little bit uh, extreme. But yes, we do eat spoons with everything. It's an extreme so, culture. We'll cover that. The one last word that I wanted to cover is the word mehmuni. Mehmuni. And this is a very important word too because... Like Chris said, uh, Iranians love to feed other people, and oftentimes that happens at a mehmuni, which is a party. You never have a party without food. You have your mehmuni, your party, you invite all your friends, and you cook elaborate meals for everyone to eat, and that's a lot of fun uh, in the Persian culture. So mehmuni. Mehmuni. 
to eat all of our Persian ghaza. That's right. And if you have a Met Muni, please invite us. We'll come. We'll That's eat right. Your... We'd love to. And that wraps up our lesson for today. I hope that it didn't make you too hungry. hope that you have a Persian restaurant nearby that you can go and I try. I am so hungry right I know. Now. Try some of these yeah. foods. And we are going to go eat. And That's right. See you next time on Chai and Conversation. Uh, Khuda Hafez from Layla. Khuda Hafez from Chris. Mm-hmm.